Ladies, pay attention. Fellas, pay more attention. You ain't gotta be whoever somebody tells you gotta be where you wanna be a trailblazer on anything you can. Whether you were a person that had to change your identity to be a better person today, you can. It don't matter what your past, it don't determine your future. You could do whatever you want, believe in you, because being Beth is essential. This was gonna be crazy. It ain't you, it's you. Come on, how you doing? You ready? Yeah, ready? You know, I know I say when I get on here that I got a special one today. Uh, this one, even right now, the, the the energy in the room, you know what I'm saying? I feel it already. It's a special one to me. Um, honored to have it here. This is the first person that, you know, when I thought about starting this podcast, was like, it's going to be an amazing story. First and foremost, the decor you see in the background, if it wasn't for her, that eye she got, I wouldn't have what you see here. You know, a sister for real, if you've seen the caption, I mean, a lady went from one of the shyest people I know that you won't consider to be a person that's going to be out there doing what you got to do to then having businesses, more than one, flourish in a way that you can't even process. You will because we'll give you a journey, but I'm super proud to have the one and only Amanda Beth Santiago here. In the living room, Beth, how are you? How are you feeling? I'm feeling amazing and excited to be here. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. So, you know, quick, just a quick, all right, let, let me let me get your attention. It's about 15 trucks now, is it? It's 15 trucks that came into my network, 10 actively running right now. She got 10 active trucks on the road right now in 24 months. 24 months? Female in trucking. So don't go on the way, don't play yourself. We're going to get to how she got there. But I want to talk about how I met this special being. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes you're supposed to meet people at the time, at the right time. You know, I'm a kid from the Bronx, New York. Man is from New Jersey. I know what I mean. You're from New York, but at the time you were living in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll get there. Well, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and all that. But... Um, I'm, I'm 23 at the time, uh, at the, at that time, if y'all remember, I did a lot of yelling at 23 years old, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, energy at a million, I go to do a presentation in a tattoo shop in Newark, shout out to that tattoo shop, 381 Bloomfield, wow. I remember the, you know what I mean, like, 561 Bloomfield, it's a packed room, I'm talking about jam-packed room, and Beth stood on the side. Standing up, super quiet. And for some reason, when I was doing that presentation, quiet as can be, gravitated to her energy, just knew that there was something special about her silence. She gets involved and become. I'm talking about, when I talk about a sleepy alpha, for real, for me, is the quiet person in the room that gets my attention the most. Because the person that doesn't speak does a lot with their actions. And today is going to be the epitome of that. I'm grateful for that for that moment and even being able to go up there and speak to a stranger, just being intrigued. You know, I gained a sister. You know, one of my mentors says people come into your life for a reason, season, a lifetime. I know I got a lifetime, friend. I freaking love this girl, bro. Like, love I love you like a sister that I never had. I have one, you know what I mean? You could be my second one. <laughs> Shout out to my crazy-ass sister. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I got a sister. I do got one. Yo, sis, I love you. I love you. I love you. You should have been here ugly. So now let the world know who you are. You know, kind of give them your upbringing before we get into how you got into trucking. You know, who's Amanda? You know, where she come from, a back a backstory. Shy little woman that now here killing the game. So I'm from New York City. Um, I lived there until I was about 13 years old. And um, I went to school in Midtown Manhattan. And, you know, obviously any kid, you know, gets into some trouble, some girl drama, you name it, things happened. Um, but I asked my mom, I remember asking my mom, like, you know what, mom, I think I want to move with my dad. And my dad had lived in New Jersey and she definitely didn't want me to go. Like what mom would want their mm -hmm. daughter to just move with their dad to another state, even though it was kind of close. But um, 
I had some drama going on, and I just told her, you know what, this is not where I want my life to go. I want to move into Jersey with my dad and just start over. So I left to Jersey, finished high school. Right after high school, I didn't even take any breaks. I went straight to nursing school, became a nurse a year and a half later, and game's been over. It's been game over since then. So wait, because a person like you, because I'm hearing what you're saying, Drama? Yeah. <laughs> For you? Like, so wait, this is what I, this is what I, because I'm, I'm kind of interested in knowing. You've probably been the most peaceful person um, I've met amongst selective few people. So I can't see someone like you who's very timid, quiet, getting into any kind of drama. And then that leading for you to get the jersey is very interesting to me. You kind of want to touch on, like, all right, if you if you want to, we can. Like, what when you say drama, like, you was being bad in school? You was cutting school? Like, what's what well, drama I, you took? When I say drama, I'm like, like, so when I was growing up, I mean, for whatever reason, it's, what, 15, 20 years later? Get the mic a little closer. I, right there. I can't really, like, it was probably foolish stuff at the time, but I did get into situations where girls were waiting for me after school to jump me after basketball practice. And I, I guess I was a little bit of a bully, you can say. Mm. I mean, at that time, it That's was a I lot different. why I love shy people. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was different back then. Um, but what I did know is that at the time that I was moving to Jersey, you know, um, I had got into a situation where this girl was just like, called my mom up and she was like, listen, you know what, you know, I, I think me, me and your daughter have a problem and it's very dangerous for her around here, basically threatening my life. Mm. And so, you know, that really made my mom nervous. Um, and I'm like, you know, mom, I don't know how I really got here. Like, I really wasn't out there searching for trouble. But, you know, when you're young and you're pretty and you're popular, like, things happen. Right. And so I kind of always found myself in situations, whether it was from a guy, puppy love. Right. Like, like, you know, and these girls, I was in eighth grade. These girls were coming from high school. Like, I don't know if you've heard of School of the Physical City. Like, you remember that? No, I don't like, even know. Okay, so you, like, lab, School of the Physical City. Yeah, 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 yeah. School of the fu yeah, Future. Yeah, I'm with you, though. I'm following. Like. Anyways, high school. They were coming from, from high school from to come New York. check you. They were from, to come check me away from me and my best friend outside you? of basketball practice to come jump me. Oh, this world. And um, I'm just like, mom. Like, and then at this point, this girl was like in a gang. And I'm just like, yeah, no, this is not it. So I had that discernment from very young. I grew up in church. Like, you know what? This is not it. And I told my mom, like, you know, I just want to move my dad. I kind of just want to start over and get away from all of this nonsense. Oh. And she let me go. Look, and, I, and I, want, I think this is perfect for the times right now. It's scary where the youth is today to even hear. So I think, you know, we grew up in an era where social media was nothing. Right. Right? Like, what you are going or what you went through, I'm dumb shocked that you went through. Like they even hear you had. By the way, my girl does play ball. Three on three, we don't whoop East ass in Arizona. <laughs> just, just remember that me and Beth really got buggers on people. But the world today, I think it's more dangerous. I believe, and it's more magnified. Like to even make that call to say, "Let me go live my life somewhere else with my dad," because. There's no ego. If it's dangerous, I don't got nothing to prove. Some people out here don't got nothing to lose. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you were the person that wanted to use that to prove a point, I would have never met you. You know right. what I mean? Like, which is crazy. Uh, for the youth out there, don't be stupid, man. Like, like you don't even know what a life is, bro. Like, I don't, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's important to understand this life past your ego, this life past a classroom, this life past a little opinion on social media. You're going to see what it looks like when you get the, Change your change where you live to finally connect with people in the future, and I hope the youth is listening. You know, and if and if you're an immature piece of shit, I hope you're listening as well. You know, what I'm saying, I hope you grow from this. You know what I mean? Okay, so wow, I didn't even know you went through something like that. Now you're living in Jersey. Um, how was that relocation like? Now moving with your dad. I know your dad taught you a lot. <laughs> yeah, he did. A little smooth, slick man. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. 
How was how old were you when you made that switch? I think I was 13. 13 years. How do you remember that transition? Was it like Absolutely. I remember feeling like I didn't want nobody to know who I was. So I came to Jersey and I'm like nobody's knowing like nobody. I didn't make no friends in high school. The average person would chill after school and do all these things. I promise you the only girls I hung out with in high school was when I joined the basketball team and that was it. But nobody knew who I was. I dressed uh. like a tomboy. I wasn't no pretty girl trying to be cute and the guys in my high school would straight up tell me all the time like why are you just like that you're so beautiful why do you just like that and I just wasn't trying to call the attention and I think that kind of gave me a social phobia so by the time you met me I'm like I barely said any words I didn't even go to my own high school prom you know wow. so it was just a very interesting time but I think in that transition I lost my voice I definitely feel that way. Because anybody who knew me in my past New York life would say I was not that person. Wow. And it's crazy because the day I met you, you you still had the aura, even though you were silent. Like, something about you was like, why are you so quiet? And to hear it now is incredible. I was, actually, I forgot to say, I was prom queen in eighth grade. So you can't, like, I was, I was Whoa. popular. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? And it's eighth grade, but mind you, you know, I, that just shows I was popular. But it was, that tra- I didn't want that Got when it. I went to the next level. Okay, so this is where it gets fun. Because fast forward, now I meet you, and you're probably, well, how old are you? I'm 23, you're like 21? 20? Oh, uh, yeah. You started like 21, right? Yeah. So now I'm in a room, and... I just remember, this is what I remember, right? After you get started, I remember where you got started, the corner you got started. I remember what you wore. You had red on that day. <laughs> yeah, like, it's crazy. Like, I remember what you wore, you got started, and I remember you giving me a call. Um, because what we were doing, network marketing, of course, all her job is to get people out. Now, this is a girl who hid in high school, pretty much. Right. Changed her life, and to now get in a business where you were required to reach out to people, has to be extremely uncomfortable. Extremely. <laughs> so uncomfortable that she called me to quit because she getting she couldn't get people out. And sometimes you got to understand because I think um, what I, what I see in the world, at least in my life, you know, we got into a place where we separate each other, separate from each other, and we go through battles on ourselves and feel like making that call is a small move. I don't want you to know that I'm struggling or I'm afraid. So let me keep this to myself and quit. What she did do was reach out. And what I also did was pick up the phone. Some of you got phones and don't know how to use a fucking phone. Pick up the phone, and I'm so glad that I did because it was one conversation. Mm-hmm. And from the super shy girl to then building a team in fucking Middletown. Newburgh. Newburgh. So that, and that drive right there from going, hey, what am I doing? To then say, if it takes to get to... A two-hour drive every day right. to get it done. You know, where's where's that? Like, where's the core of that? Like, how did that? Where does Beth get that from? Because I think we're blessed to have gone through that, right? Mm-hmm. And there's some people that won't take a, me- a meeting because it's twenty minutes out. Mm-hmm. So where does Beth get this drive to like? I, I would say my mom. Like, my mom was a housekeeper. She worked in one of the biggest hotels in New York City when I was growing up. And when she didn't have a babysitter, guess where we were hiding? In hotel rooms wow. and in the storage closets. And she would say, don't get out. And she would do whatever it took. She would do whatever it took. Like, Made in Manhattan, that shit makes me emotional, that movie. Because, like, that was my mom. And I wow. think that that's where I got it from. Shout out to fucking powerful mothers. Mom, you fire. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, let me tell you something. All right, look. Wow. Just basically doing what you got to do to get it done. Like, I, And I love my people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah, yeah. them. They, no, they took sure. a risk on me, and they got started with me, and I was like, we're going to do whatever it takes to, to get it done. And it's, it's the epitome of that, the level the level of leadership. You know, uh, I, hope, I hope y'all feel it. Like, a lot of y'all use stuff to sound sexy online. You know what I mean? Like, it's bullshit talk. This is real rooted core leadership in front of you here's the part that drives me nuts about beth in the midst of all we're in a company we're building um 
the trust level I have on her, she said she was going to do something. She got it done. Right? <laughs> That's all it was. If Beth said I was going to do it, she's going to do it, right, by any means. And then the level of the competitor in Beth, let me tell you something real quick. <laughs> let me tell you something real quick. This is the quiet people. So this one day we have my crib, right? And we're playing flip cup because we're going to get into the persistence. So, yeah, no. You, it's nursing school, you went to nursing school for how long? Um, For a year and a half. Year and a half. And when I was 19. When you was 19. Look at on. I, listen, for those who graduate school and do, God bless y'all brain. I don't know how y'all do it, especially when when you go back to it. I could not. I mean, maybe I'm a better student. I might be a better student today, but there's no way I can find myself doing homework as I'm building another business. I used to get on the phone with Beth, like, "Are you really doing that?" Let me before I get there. So we're in my crib, right? And we're playing flip cup. <laughs> we're playing flip cup, and all I heard Beth said, "So you doubted me." That's Beth. That's what should be like a line and then Beth. That's it. That's my quote. We played Flip Cup and it was Suicide Flip Cup, right? So Suicide Flip Cup is if someone loses, they got to take the person out and the other opposing team has to drink the extra cup. It was Beth by herself, seven cups, and wiped the other team out. Literally? It was five rounds. It was like five rounds of that. But I, but yeah, like five people, five, five people, rounds. five rounds, Just. insane. <laughs> and that day, we it was flip cup energy. I said, whenever I want the flip cup energy, Beth. You know what I mean? Like when she says her mind on something, we are gonna get it done. Even and it was because she was doubted. What is that rooted from? Like, cause where is that from? I don't even know. I mean, I don't even know. Mm. Like, where could that be rooted from? I don't know. I guess just that energy of being the underdog or just, like, I don't know, Rob. Like, I didn't come from anything fancy. Like, I grew up with my grandparents. When my parents didn't work out, we moved to New York. We stood in a room till I was, like, 13 years old. I lived in a room with my mom, my brother, and half of the time my grandfather. Like, I didn't have my own privacy. Like, I just... Like, I don't know. I guess I always wanted better. And that's why at 13, I was like, let me go. Let me go do something better. So when I feel like maybe when I find myself in those situations, when I feel like the underdog, I'm just ready to, like, explode and, like, get, you know, show out. Got you. So maybe I, I I, that's the only thing I could say. Like, I don't know. I've, I, but I've had that energy. Like, and, and also I'm very competitive in sports. Right, right. The right? Basketball so you. that too, but. So this is why I want to say that. Here's why I want to say that. So, um, and I'm going to try my best here to, to keep it, keep it, to keep it straight. Then we're in business together. Mm-hmm. And to hear the background that you have in the time we're doing business, the question I always had was, Beth, what are your goals? You know, how much money you want to make? Mm-hmm. You know, you know what do you want to do? And the answer was, I don't. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Teams growing, bo- more people are getting in. Beth, but what do you want to do? Like, what do you see yourself? Answer, I don't know. And as a as a brother, you should be like, damn, she got to be able to see it. You know, mm-hmm. Beth also moved more than anyone that I know. Like legit, like. Hey, I'm moving and never made an excuse. I, I, I like I, I, I reach out. Hey, where you at? I'm moving right now, and I'm moving right now. So then I'm like, now nah, we gotta. What's going on here? Like, I'm concerned. I'm really at this point. I'm I'm concerned, but nothing wavered. The person that was in the room was always in the room. Like outside, what was going on outside didn't matter. When it came down to it, it came down to it. And then we go through one of the most scariest moments. I've ever encountered in my life. Mm-hmm. We're doing business together. And I'm not going to get emotional this time. And this is when you know you find something special. You know, when you when you see people. And I met, I met Beth in, a, in an opportunity room. But it wasn't for money. It was for a sister to gain. You know what I'm saying? Because when shit hits the fan, that's how you measure who somebody cares and loves about you. We're working hard. We're working hard. We're working hard. And the checks stop coming. 
and the power of you not being silent. You know, it was, we went, you know, it was bad, man. That time was so bad. And I remember feeling, I was angry. I was fucking disappointed. It was a bad place. And Beth says, we out to the movies, right? And I want to go, but I don't want to say I don't got the money to go. But knowing your people, Beth says, we're going to a movie and it's on me. We're picking you up. And that moment, like, I want you to understand, like, the comfort of knowing, like, you know where I'm at. You didn't put me in an awkward situation. You understand. And we had the best fucking time at this movie. <laughs> we snuck in snacks like we were 16. <laughs> you know, I just want to take the moment right here and really thank you for that. Like, Don't thank me, but I appreciate that. Yeah, like, it was, it was big because in the midst of that, also you saw you put another hood lid on and go, you know what? I'm going back to school. Mm -hmm. Right? And on top of that, your creativity sparks. Pay attention to this shit right here. By the way, you see my couch? You see this shit? Watch this. Hold on. Comfy. <laughs> see what's going on here? I got this on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is the Facebook Marketplace. No, 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 no. Listen to me. So here's what happens. Sometimes the worst thing that happens to you is the best thing that happens Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. We had a place where the movie theater, just spending time with each other is the best. And at the time, we come back to the crib. We live in Edison, New Jersey at this time. And I walk into your room. And I am stunned. I like, there was a little fucking basket. She made a lamp out of a basket. Right. Right? And I'm like, right. I walk into the room and I'm like, yo, this room is fucking fire. Mm -hmm. And then I see a vanity. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, Beth. This is amazing. Where you buy this stuff? What'd you say? I made it. I said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I made it. I said I you made it. made it. Instantly go, Beth, <laughs> this is a fucking business. You could sell this stuff. I would buy it. I want some of this stuff. I can't buy the vanity, but I just know what you made that. And she giggles and says, I made it. That creativity, mm -hmm. that where you get that from? You know what I mean? Like, talk to me about being able to see nothing and make it into something. Yeah. I mean, at the same place you can relate where we was at. We was at a, a, a difficult place. Some people worse than others. Check stop coming in from mm -hmm. the business we were doing. And my relationship was shit at the time. Facts. And um, at that time, I had just recovered from surgery. This is and, true. Um, I had wow. a whole other situation related to that. And um, I was, I think I wasn't even in therapy for that at mm. that time because of just everything I was going through, like with my health. And um, I just, when everything was like shutting down around me and dark, I wanted to make things pretty. So I started with a room mm. and I made it into a walk-in closet and I just started making mirrors and nightstands and put mirrors on it and spray painting and painting and figuring everything out from there listen and it was therapy for sure and this is what i want you to understand that sometimes the stuff that you're looking for is going to come from your heart not from the wanting to make a dollar mm -hmm. she had to do it for therapy now hear me i'm like beth this is a business and you're like <laughs> you're Wait, like you want me to sell this you want me to sell? i'm like yes I just made this. you have to sell this stuff i'm like i'm like oh, beth how much it <laughs> Beth, how much it cost for you to make this? It, well, that one dresser you were talking about was free. And I had slapped and some mirrors on it. And then you guys told me to sell it. And here's what happens. Before this happens, I get on Instagram. And I'm like, you bugging out. And I, I circle the room. Yo, look at this fucking room. Isn't this shit crazy? Et cetera. No exaggeration. Instantaneously, like six people hit me going, I want one. I want one. I want one. And I'm like, Beth, look, it's a business. Mm -hmm. Here, now look, some of you need to bootstrap a business. It's going to come probably in your darkest time. Some of you think you need all the money in the world to make something work. Beth got a dresser for free, mm -hmm. slap mirrors on it. How much are you selling these things for? 
Well, that particular one I sold it for, I got it for free and I posted it up for $300 after I was well recommended to sell it for, <laughs> sell it. <laughs> right. Even though I didn't want to. Um, so I sold it for a higher price thinking, okay, I don't have to sell it. And then it sold in like a day. And then I'm like, oh, okay. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, hey, wait, hey, wait. Here's what makes it even better. You have a background on like building stuff? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what really happened was you were doubted. That's the backstory. Oh, that's the backstory. I was definitely doubted. The person I was dating at the time, I told him what I was doing, and he was like, and he was away on vacation, and I told him what I was doing, and he was like, what? No. And when he came back, there was a whole mirror dresser made out of refurbished, something that somebody else didn't want mm. that I got for free, and he, he too told me, sell it. And I'm like, okay. And I got $300 out of it. And look how a business starts. Over so, $150 profit, yeah. So then tell me the rate of how quick you were making um, a mirror by Beth or anything that you were selling. How long did it take you to make it? And then how, where were you selling it? Well, it depends on what it was, you know, like with the nightstands and stuff like that. That would probably take me, because all I do with paint it, take me like a few hours to paint it, slap mirrors on it. And everything like that. But then when I started getting good, when things started really selling fast, I was like, no, I want a product. And mm. all these girls were buying like those vanity. Um, I don't know. I forget what's the name of it. But people were buying this vanity mirror. It was like $700 for this. Mm. And I was like, you know what? What if I can make that at an affordable price? So I started looking for different manufacturers. I found a product that I like. I branded it. And it would take me 15 minutes to make. And I would just sell it. For, for how like, much? For like 10 times <laughs> the price. But it was still cheaper right. than what these girls were buying. And they loved it because I made it affordable. For them. Where were you selling it, it at? Crazy. I, I sold that Facebook Marketplace. Facebook Marketplace. There's no other place. Like, go to <laughs> Facebook Marketplace and you can find the stuff. So, at the rate it was, like the rate of return, it took you 15 minutes to make it. Yeah, 15 minutes. Sell it in mm -hmm. a day. Yeah. And this is why I love Beth. And then Beth goes, I'm going back to school. Right? Because, of course, now she's like, you know what? I'm going to finish things that I want to do in the past. Mm -hmm. Beth could make $600, $1,000 in half an hour at this point. Right. That's Literally. Mm -hmm. And decides to go back to school. Yeah. In this process, you get a phone call from a friend and says, hey, I want to get a balcony for an apartment that I'm living in. And it costs an extra $500. I want to afford it, so I want to buy a truck. Is that how the conversation went? Tell me how that conversation Not went. Not really, but similar. Okay. So she came over. One of my good friends, she came mm. over. And I had just moved, and she was moving as well. Mm. And um, she was deciding, like, oh, I want to buy this. I want to get this apartment, but I want to get a balcony. And and I was like, well, we were in, a, in the beginning of the pandemic. Mm. And I'm like, well, if you don't need the balcony, don't get it, you know? Right. And she was like, well, what if I can just find another way to make more money so I can afford the balcony? And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, right, you know? Right. So that was definitely pretty clever. And then um, I started talking to her about my boyfriend and how he started a trucking company a year prior and how well she was doing. And not even 10 minutes within the conversation, she's like, let's buy a truck. And I was like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> like, in two weeks later, we bought a truck. In two weeks later, these girls had a truck. Yeah. It was three of them. Incredible. Like, even, I, I'm going to be real with you. Sometimes, whatever the norm is, you go against it because trucking is a male-dominant space. The idea to say us three girls are going to go buy a truck two weeks out, mm -hmm. insane. Today, I look back. I'm going to be honest as a friend. I look back, and I'm excited, but I'm also fucking scared because mm -hmm. I don't know the business. I don't know how well you know the business. Mm -hmm. I don't know how well, you know, the other lovely kind of parts of the business. What was it like in that first two weeks? Like that journey of going, I'm buying a truck, the process. Because I, I know today you know the ins and outs. Mm -hmm. 
But what was that f- process like in those first two weeks to find a truck? Like, Well, I remember as soon as she said, let's buy a truck, I started thinking of everybody I knew in trucking. I mean, I knew my boyfriend who started a company over a year ago. I knew my uncle who's been driving trucks for over 30 years and my dad. But my dad's been a company driver for UPS for like 30 years. But I've never talked to them about trucking. Mm. So even before I let them know what I was doing, I was like, who else do I know? And a good friend of mine brother at the time he was a dispatcher and i had called him up and i'm like hey can if i you know i don't remember what i said but i'm like asking him questions like hey do you still do dispatching are you getting routes and he was like you want to buy a truck and i'm like yes and he's like if you get it i'll help you and he did that so we pulled out the truck he helped us booked us with a subcontract for amazon we started working from there and and that was pretty much it. But yeah, it was it was more excitement than scary. Right, I don't think right. that we were thinking about the negative. <laughs> <laughs> right, ignorance like, on fire for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like, we're gonna get it. We're, we're just getting a truck. I went on Facebook Market. I found my truck. I'm sorry, I found my truck <laughs> on, on Facebook, Facebook Marketplace, Marketplace because I was searching like 53 foot you know, dry vans or semi-trailers or day cabs. I was, like, putting in the search on Facebook Marketplace. So when I found the truck, I'm like, I told my partners, I'm like, let's go see this truck. And the crazy thing was that one of my partners at the time, she ended up knowing someone who knew the dealer. And it just all ended up, like, working out, like, the little dots all connected. Mm. But Facebook Marketplace is where we found the truck. Facebook, if y'all want to sponsor the joint, y'all can do that, too. You know what I'm saying? We're going to show y'all love. And look, uh, I want to get a message for those who are going to be new in the space or entrepreneurs, et cetera. Sometimes there's a conversation that leads to a business like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the uh, the audacity, the, 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 you know what? Some of you feel like you're not entitled to get some success. Like you're not worthy of success. And everybody's worthy once you're here. You know what I'm saying? You could just go do what you want to do. And in business, sometimes the first thing you do may not play out, right? But that is business. It's about what you do after, how to pivot. We went through one of the scariest things, and, you know, they got into business together. I personally have been a part of a business that it was hard to realize that this may not be the business for us. We may not work together well as a unit because we were friends. But you still got to be mature enough to make a decision to know when it's time for you to go, you go. Remember that phone call you gave me? If it's anything I want you to understand, and make a fucking phone call. Like, yeah, yeah, some of you are drowning because you don't make a call. Make a call. Um, and I'm honored that you made that call. You know what I mean? Because I know it was tough. And and handle it with class. You know, it's something that you didn't want to do wrong. You just want to do what was right. These ladies, by the way, these other two ladies are doing very well in their own space. This is how you know. Like, sometimes we force situations where it's not for you, it's not for you. Mm-hmm. You guys split. Mm-hmm. Now you got to start over. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about where you at there and what was the process like? Yeah, I mean, I think that whenever you have to start over, you just have to know that you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. Mm. And I needed that experience to get me where I'm at right now. And I appreciate <laughs> that was hard. Hold on, one more time. Say that one more time. When you start over, what? No, you never start from scratch. You always start from experience, mm, right? And I was that. at a place where I had lost the business that I loved. I had lost friends that I loved. I was absolutely devastated, mm. but I had a strong discernment, you know. And I don't push my beliefs on anybody, right. but when I say that there was someone else talking to me and like, no, I'm not going to tolerate that. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. There was someone really guiding me like through, but I still didn't understand. And I wanted to talk to you because I wanted to talk to someone who knew all of us and just share like what I was actually experiencing and feeling at the time. Um, Because it's different when you're going into business with friends. I mean, it's, yeah, it's tough. that's why people say don't don't do go to business, business with, with friends, friends and it's family, true. Yep. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but it was something that I needed to happen to get to where I'm at. Just like the meme in that situation, all I would say is you know that meme when God's holding the the small the big teddy bear mm. behind the back and giving the girl the small one. Like that's exactly what I was experiencing in my life that I needed to happen, and then Beth Essentials just 
came and went crazy. As you see the drip. And then when she says it went and got crazy, here's what I mean by when it got crazy. Y'all split? How long does it take for you to get your first truck? 15 days. Well, yeah, 15 days. 15 days. Because I literally, after that, after we split, I went online. I started my own company. Mm. I found the opportunity to get my first client. And in 15 days, I had my first truck. How long does it take for you to get the second truck? 30 days. So 30 days in, 45 days, and you got two trucks? Or 30, 30 days, yep. 30, all right. Truck. truck number three? 90 days. Truck number four? Probably four months. I know it's five, six months, we were already at five trucks. Six months, five trucks. And some of you were holding on for something fucking less, like small, and it's stopping your world. It is when you make tough decisions, the rewards come. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus. And then look, we're not. You know when you on, you on social media and you rooting, you like, oh, whoa. Now it's like truck number six. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is Bev doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, how's she moving so fast? Truck number seven. Truck number seven was literally within seven months. Seven months, eight months. We were literally at that. I know six months. I grew two more trucks. Eight months. I was at my like seven truck at eight months. I have it all in my my presentation. I know. I I, I, I bet. So I want you but to yeah. understand. Like, and some of you hearing that, and I and this is what I love about now because it's it's deep. Of course, she got a blueprint of how she did it. You know, and y'all already see Beth Central. You can follow her page. She's also you know has a Discord out course where you can see how she's doing it. But here's what I want you to understand. It took. A girl who had to change her identity, come back full circle while she's 21, tap into a place where she's uncomfortable, drive two hours left to right to get a business to grow. Mm -hmm. It stops paying her, gets doubted by the person she loves and cares for, Mm -hmm. doesn't know how to build anything, learns how to build it, doesn't believe she can sell it, then goes and sells it, walks into another conversation. The domino effect when you get uncomfortable is incredible, remarkable if you stay there. Mm-hmm. Here's the part that blows my fucking mind. In the midst of doing all this, per truck at this point, what are you averaging per truck? Per truck it, anywhere from $900 to uh, 1200 And this is weekly, monthly? Weekly. She has six trucks mm-hmm. on average per week is averaging nine hundred to twelve hundred dollars. Okay, you know what the fuck she's doing, guys. <laughs> she's going to school mm-hmm. to finish mm-hmm. your nursing, right? Because she told me, Rob, I said I was gonna do it. I'm gonna go finish because I said I'm gonna go do it, mm-hmm. and the come from and the why was so special, and even to. I'm blown to this. Even saying the fucking sentence blows my mind. Six thousand a week to then say I don't care. I'm gonna go home and now study. Oh, it was difficult. It was. I mean, I wanted to complete my nursing because that was a life goal of mine. Mm. I had promised myself. I had promised my parents. And when our first business in network marketing had went downhill, I said this is the perfect opportunity to go back to school, and no matter what happens in my life, I'm not going to quit. So that's the mindset that I had promised myself that I was, you know, going to stick with. So at this point, I was making a lot of money again, Mm -hmm. but I knew what could happen. You could be making, we were driving nice cars, we were young, we were doing all of these things, um, but it all went away. Right. 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 So... Now I want to be smarter because you learn. You never start from scratch. You start from, from experience. experience. So you're never Hashtag gonna just that. make the same mistakes twice. So at that point, I said I'm gonna finish school. So I'm making all this money in trucking, and I leave my nursing job at the time. Like after like maybe maybe a year and three months, I leave my nursing job, and then I just you know go from there. I'm like, and look. I've, you know, I you know what I'm grateful for, Beth? You've led so much examples that if, you know, me being somewhat the opposite, outgoing, you know, we let, I, I, I met you in a leadership position and sometimes 
you know, the teacher becomes a student, you know, because what's the saying? You're never too old to learn. You're never too young to teach, right? You were a person that I was concerned about because I feel like you didn't have a home. Mm-hmm. In the midst of the pain you go through, you now have a successful running business. You go to school, your test is coming up. And then you're about to close on your home. Oh. <laughs> Wait, like the full circle of a girl who shot it doesn't speak, now runs a company. A girl who can't stay in one spot is now signing a document to own her first home in the midst of also running this business. Mm-hmm. How did you feel at that point? Like, Cause today it's, it's hers, yeah, yeah. Boss lady for real. The crib is hers. The sign is I gotta get there. It's gorgeous. Pull out there. The summer is getting warm. We about to. It's about to be super lit. It's about to be super lit. So tell me, like, even that knowing because I know you wrote this stuff down. You know what I'm saying? And this is what I want to say. You are the perfect, like the foreshadow. Like sometimes you read stuff or you hear stuff. I remember hearing this for the first time. People over us overestimate what they could do in a year, underestimate what they could do in 10. Mm-hmm. It's been about 10 years that I know you. Mm-hmm. Really? Look at that. Wow. 2013. Yeah. 2023's coming around the corner. Yeah. And when I met you, you didn't know what you... I don't know. How much money are you going to make? I don't know. What are you going to do? I don't know. I just... I'm following you. Right. Following ya. Mm-hmm. Some of you think you need all the answers. You won't make a move. Paralysis over analysis. It got to be this. It got to be perfect. It got to go. Sometimes you just got to be a fucking student and go. If it's the right people, you see it, just go. And it's 10 years later, Beth, you have your own fucking house. You have 15 trucks. You are a registered nurse for here to the world's end. Yo, how you feeling? You fire as fuck. (laughs) Yeah, like... I feel amazing, and I feel like, you know, what, what they say one year could change your life or what people might, you know, you, you work all this time. But I remember when we started network marketing, like, one year can really, right. you know, change your life. But I will say, like, God's timing, like, God's timing for me was absolutely, like, I had so many questions. There were so many things that happened. But one thing I can tell you guys is that I always put myself in a position to win. Like, even if I didn't know why I was doing something, I would just, if I liked it, if I got that feeling that, you know what, this might be for me. She's good? Okay, perfect. This might be for me. I'm like, I'm going to do it anyway. Mm. So always put yourself in a position to win, even if you're not sure. And if you feel you're presenting an opportunity and you like it, but you're not sure, just do it, right? Because you can always figure the details out later. And so I feel like that's how I've always been. And I'm not the best speaker. I'm not, you know good in, you know, other things that people may be good at, but I'm good in action, right? Because... Mm. I found that when I take or make short-term goals, I hit them a lot faster. And it gets it, and it keep, holds me accountable, and it makes me, like, stay consistent. And I just fought, fell in love with hitting short-term goals. I feel like some people might sometimes make their goals, like, so big. Of course, it's important to focus on the big goals. But, like, don't stay stagnant, stagnant in that because you don't have a, really a plan to get there. So mm. it's okay to make short-term goals and just think of the next thing that you want to get to because once you get to get to that, you're going to get to the next thing. And once you get to that, you're going to get to the next that. thing. I and I just feel like that's kind of like how I executed everything. Even though I wasn't sure, like I said, I always put myself in a position to win and I always have a to-do list with me in my bag wherever I go. All the things I need to do, all the things that I want to do. And it feels so good, I'm telling you, when in, when in a day I'm checking off like five, six things. Mm. And then the next day I'm checking off mm. five or six mm. things that I want to do. And so, like I said, and even when things don't work out, I'm just, okay, that's cool. Never discourage. It hurts. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. 
It can be very painful, but I'm, I, I always want to dominate the next thing. Like, that's just been in me. That's that flip cup energy that, that flip we spoke cup. about. Yes. I don't know where it came from. Maybe just from my upbringing, mm-hmm. from being the underdog and, like, sports, because I grew up playing basketball. But I just always want to, like, execute and do the next thing. And I feel like surrounding yourself with people like great people because like even just recently you know now I'm doing trucking and I'm having massive success I get on somebody invites me to do a call and they're like you gotta do a course you gotta so you know just kind of just always putting yourself in a position and around people to win I feel like that's helped me out and I think that's a per I mean it leads into my very next question because I think in today's world, if you can identify, if you cannot identify that you're in the wrong group of circle of people, then you deserve to be in that circle. You got to have that intuitive feeling to be like, you know, shout out to, yo, listen, make the call. Like, make the call to somebody who could pick up your call and let it off. Yo, Negro, I love you. Rafi, I love you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I done made some calls. I done received some calls where it's like you just got to make a call. If you feel like you're in a rut, you got to get it off. And then you got to be around the environment that allows you to stretch because, guys, the speed that we're talking about is documented. Like, you go on Beth's Instagram, it's post number one, truck number one. Two months later, truck number two. And it's like, you get a truck, you get a truck, you get a truck. It's moving at rapid speed, and I'm kind of going... Yo, how much money do I got to put up? Like, Beth had fucking $500,000 saved and I didn't know about? Like, and this is what makes it interesting because now that someone says, you got to get a course because it's a course world now. No, this is somebody who's qualified to tell us how to do it because here's a question I have, Beth, for those who are listening. We're not going, I mean, fuck, I want to get into trucking. Do I need? 40, 50, like how do I get six, seven trucks? And I know it's probably going to be jargon and terminology and stuff that we may not understand, but I kind of want to give some kind of snippets of what, how you were able to do that so then people can then find you and if you want to, you know, schedule consultation and stuff like that, it's only right. Because what the fuck? By the time I look up, you're going to have 40, tr- like what's the goal? Right. <laughs> like how many trucks are we going to have? So... If I'm a person and I'm starting from scratch, because you have to start from scratch, right. do I need 30000 Like, what What do I need to get one truck, two truck, three truck, four truck on the road? What you need is just the attitude that you're going to do, one, whatever it takes to win, and learn your industry. Because when I first started, I got in, and I'm like, we're going to buy a truck. Like, with my friend, we're right. going to buy a truck. That was the decision that we made. But from that point, I decided that I was going to learn as much as I can. Love that. I'm a freaking nurse. In my white shoes, I would go to the truck yard. I would get in routes with the drivers. I wanted to know what they were doing. Mm. How does a route actually work? And in that process, I learned, I met someone, his name was Don, and he was a dispatcher. And while he was driving for a company, he would park up and he would book loads for his own business on the side. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm dispatching for other trucks. And I'm like, I want to do that. I'm mm. like, how do you do that? Cause I have my own truck now. I'm so like, how can I book my own truck work? And he's like, Oh, I can show you. So we get into the back of the truck. So big. That's me. so good. I'm so sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Cause some of you want to start a business, but you don't want to do the fucking work. Some people want to do it. Like they want to get started on something and then not take the action it takes. You were in there, in the trucks. Oh, I got in. I got in. Fire. To a point that I knew nothing about trucks. But at the end, I would go to every road test, every interview. I would do all of that. And I started road testing drivers myself. Like in my truck. And I'm like, yeah. I literally put myself, I wanted, I went all in. And I wanted to learn and know as much as I can. And when Beth Essentials came about, that was the key. Because then I found out that there was so many people who already owned trucks or who wanted to own trucks, but they didn't know how to run a trucking business like me and my partners. Uh, and because I spent those last six months learning how to run a trucking business, now I can provide a service where now Beth Essentials, we provide truck management right Mm. truck acquisition where we take a client from the idea of wanting to buy a truck to their truck getting on the road 
Like we take clients from in any anywhere where you're at, we can we can help you because I took the time to learn what I was doing when I knew I'm a nurse. I knew nothing about trucking. But so so meaning so meaning when you saying you get any trucks, you're not necessarily purchasing all these trucks. I realized that. Hold up, wait. Let me see. Hold up. Okay, talk that. Talk to the talk to the people. Did you guys know that you can own a trucking company without owning any trucks? Did you know that? I did not know that. Did you guys know that you can own a trucking company without owning any trucks? Yeah, I learned that within a month after running my own trucking business, and I had the idea of doing that. Some people thought it was too risky, but that's what I wanted to do. And so that's... Uber the fucking trucking Because game. I'm obsessed with Uber and Airbnb. Why? Because they provide a service and a platform, and they have low overhead and high profits. And I wanted Beth Essentials to have those concepts. And that's exactly what Beth Essentials has. And that's how everyone who, I've never said this before, mm. but everyone's been asking how I was able to grow that fast, and that's exactly how. That's exactly how. Wow. I didn't expect that to say that on here. And, and this is what it is. So look, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, if you if you don't book a consultation, I am. Like that alone is to, to have the mind to say, wow, like that's a lot to even comprehend. The midst of what you were going through, you went through all that to find out you could find a niche. And that's what this is. You found a niche in a space that been in trucking's been here forever, Mm -hmm. and it's also pandemic proof because we need you to drop the load off to get to these places. Mm -hmm. Wow, Beth, that is incredible. So, shit, yo, what's the load? You think gonna have like a hundred trucks, bro? (laughs) So, like, so let me ask you now. Like, like. uh, But let me ask you now, because in this space, you've also been able to now employ people. Right. Right. You know, partner up with some people. And what's that process like? Like, you know, so now somebody who's listening probably has a truck um, and wants to reach out to you. Is there a space where you're like, you know, I have too many trucks now on the low? Like, what's that process? Like, what does somebody have? Do you have to have like a clean driving record in order for me to work with Beth? Or how would that work? Well, what I do say on my calls is that I never like to turn down business, right? Mm. So that's why I decided to grow because I was a one-woman show running seven trucks, and I was like, okay, like, you know, at the end of the day, the goal is to get paid on the beach, right? Like, Mm. you want to create leverage somehow, and I learned that from network marketing. So after I was running seven trucks, I'm like, okay, I need to start, you know, creating some leverage. So then I started taking on students. And my first student, actually, in six months, he has three trucks, and he actually left his full-time job. And Fire! And doing trucking full-time. And so, um... And he doesn't you know, own these trucks. He doesn't own he the used trucks. The, he used, he used the, the same con- model. He used the same model, and, and it was actually an overflow. So there was trucks, because what I want to do is is have less liability and more business, right? So mm. I'm like, I need sister companies. I started creating the concept of sister companies. I love that. So where now I can brother put company, sister four, company. Truck, like four trucks here and four trucks there. So when I find a good student that I know is ready to go and can duplicate me, because the goal is to duplicate. Again, we've learned this mm, before. Right. Um, I duplicate that person, teach them everything I know. Now he starts his own you know, trucking company. And you get a piece from what's and going on. And I get 2% every week of every truck that he has. And he has three trucks in six months. And not only is he create is he making a six-figure income, but I'm also creating Rare a residual, residual income. income. Not every Fucking month. Love it. Not every month. Every, every week. week. Every week. And my first residual check, I'm making that every, <laughs> every single every week. Every single and week. And more off of, you know, just teaching people because they're not you know it it pays to teach you know what i'm saying and you're not just doing that selfishly for yourself but you're helping someone else change their life you know what i'm saying so from him going in six months to having a full-time job to running three trucks that's just insane it's just very yeah 
you know, the underdogs, yo, like, hold on. See, when you speak about flip cup energy, if that ain't it right there, that's flip cup that's energy. Flip cup energy. Mm. Underdog, one, woman ain't allowed in this space. Because I know the backlash you was getting when you try to meet people as a woman, et cetera. That's number one. You're not really known in this space. Mm-hmm. Number two, I'm going to find a way to change the space. Mm-hmm. By taking everything I know. Because nobody has. Because like, no not- one starts from scratch. They start from experience. Right. And maybe a lot of, like some people, they just didn't start where I started from. Mm-hmm. I, I was in network marketing where I learned to get paid in multiple different ways. Right. So right. I said, you know what? Those same ways I got paid in network marketing. I'm going to find I a way to do it here. in my business. You know? And, and that's exactly what I did. And that was my vision from, like, a month of starting trucking. I'm like, let's do that. But some pe- like it, some people thought it was too risky, and that's okay. But, what what like, we're not actually here driving the trucks, so what do you get in business for? You know? Mm. You're going to take wins and get, take losses. If you know the week that I had this week, it, it was pretty terrible. Mm. And my clients and people who know me know what happened to me this week. They're like, yo, how do you stay so calm? Right. How are you not, like, flipping cups? Right, 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 right. And I said, because you know what's about to happen? Mm. You know what's about to happen next? And I've been saying, like, something is about to happen next for me that I would never question God's timing or reason ever again in my life. Something bad happened to me this week. And I'm ready for what's coming good. Mm. And that's my mindset. And I feel like I'm excited. I can see it. I can see, I know, you're I, best. I'm just so excited. You know, look, here's what I want to say. Um, a place of admiration. Like, I'm, you, I, you guys need to understand the person I met. Like, you know, the saying where you like, when you say you think people could change. Like, is it possible? And I'm just so grateful that I know you to watch it happen. You know what I'm saying? To really know that what you got in you, if you really exercise it and you push, it can happen. Like, this girl, you you don't understand. She was going to quit a business because she couldn't call a person. Mm-hmm. To then get into a truck and now teach. Here's what I want to get to because after this, of course, you know, the phone's going to ring. All right? It's going. I think I, I'm a student. I'm ready to be a student. Mm-hmm. You heard? <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Here's what I'm trying to say. How is that now laid out? You know, maybe we'll get into details and stuff like that. But I want to do, I want to find a way to get these people to you. Um, what is the, what is, how long does it take for me if I want to become a student now to learn this information? Um, are, you, are you taking people one by one? You know, what's kind of that setup in order to, you know, I don't want you to get a hundred. You don't like to turn down business, but you know this might be an episode depending on who tunes in. <laughs> right. You know, we get a hundred things, you know, one shot. Yeah. Uh, you know, how do we co- accommodate these people? Mm-hmm. Um, cause I'm I'm intrigued. You know, what I'm saying like, what's that process like for you? So right now, I actually have an online course. I have two. I have one online course that talks about just dispatching and booking loads for a trucking company. And then I have a second course that's an all-things trucking course that specializes in truck management, truck acquisition. How do you get someone from an idea of wanting to buy a truck to actually getting their truck on the road? Like, I go through all things trucking. Mm. And so two of those are on my website that you can find on Instagram, and they're all pre-recorded. But what I am doing is I'm giving clients, like, it's a four-week kind of one is a four week and I think one is a five week and after every week I'm giving my students two weeks I mean sorry two calls that they can call me and we can talk about you know what exactly they learn so if they watch one video they're going to be able to call me and say hey Beth I I want to ask you a question about this I want to ask you a question about that it's not just a video that they purchase and they never hear from me I have a Facebook group I love that I love that I have a Facebook group that everyone can tune in once they purchase my course. And I'm going to be making videos on that. Like today, I just recorded a video about my current client that I'm working with. Mm -hmm. So for him, it all started with a consult. And this is a guy I knew from church when I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, I started with him maybe four months ago. He called me. He's like, yo, I see what you're doing. I want to buy a truck. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "Okay, cool. So we have a consultation. We talk about some of the things I ask in the consultation I'm like what are your goals 
you know, why trucking? Because I want to know why'd you get into trucking? Right. Um, how much money do you actually have? How much are you going to pay the truck in full? Or do you want payments? Mm-hmm. We talk about, like, engines, right? So now I've been able, because I got in there, right? I'm not just someone who's like, I'm going to let someone run my company for me. So now we talk about truck engines, just giving them general knowledge on trucks, all right? So a yellow engine is a Caterpillar engine. A red engine is a Cummings engine. A green engine is a Detroit engine. How much mileage are you looking for? brands of trucks volvos max like freightliners mm. internationals like the lady knows what she's talking oh. about stop playing with my sis but but i'm just saying that to say like these are the things that i kind of give my clients when they talk so now they don't just want to get into trucking they know they they're like okay this is what i'm looking for right because they're mm. working with someone who's been in the situation before looking for a truck and stuff like that. So now with this particular client, you know, we go to trucks. We, you know, he's in a region where I can reach him. So we go look for trucks together. Mm. You know, I went with him. We go search for trucks and stuff like that. So now he's buying a truck Monday, right? So after he didn't know a mechanic, I got a mechanic to go check out the truck for him. He didn't know a driver. I got a driver to go test drive the truck for him then i go myself i take videos i i turn on the truck i open the hood i'm like in there like in there. i'm sending him videos of the truck so he's in new york and he's like you know what now i'm gonna come you know buy like he's ready he has the mechanic the driver me he's like i'm ready to buy the truck on monday so he's coming this monday purchase the truck And that's pretty much, you know, what you get working with me. Like, I have group coaching. I have one-on-one coaching. um, But it was very important for me to learn, you know, my business. And anything that I do, I wanted to just be, like, all in. And so I'm happy that now I can, you know, provide my clients with that, you know. So it's been great. I mean, if... Did I tell you this was going to be special, man? <laughs> like, didn't I say? Like, we could go for another two hours with this. Like, it's there's so many questions I have, but I know I just got to book that consultation. You know what I'm saying? Because a fucking, a fan in the stands, a fan in the field, a brother that smiles from ear to ear when I think about you. I'm proud of you being a warrior. You've always been. We touched on surgery. Y'all don't even know the depth of this surgery. The mindset, the energy, like a true warrior, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I love you. I'm proud of you. You're you're remarkable in what you do. And I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all lucky I put her on the show because now y'all get to know who she is. Y'all might have found her on the Facebook marketplace. Well, <laughs> 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 we're here. Look, I'm not even playing. Like, look, I want you to understand, like, from the time that we left her crib, and I said, when I get my apartment, I know who to call. There's paintings on my wall that I drew because Beth came with the paint. Like, before the trucks, right? Like, she came with the paint. Nope, we could do that together. And just has a view of she can do something, we could go do it. Ah, oh, man. You know, Beth, if there's something, here's what I want to say. Because it sounds like a tough, not, it's, 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 it got to be tough. I can't say that it's easy. If there's one thing you want a person listening, besides uh, maybe a female or a male, that that you're going through, because you spoke to me off camera what you went through this week. This like, it goes, like, you're going through some shit. What you what do you have as a is it a regimen you do every single day? She didn't even push her faith on anybody, but if you don't have something that you believe in, I feel like that's a driving factor. I don't want to speak for you. Like what keeps you in the game when things are you said it like you don't know what's rooted from, but there, is there like a system you have in place? Are you jumping on your fucking bed yelling? Cause before we started, you had to hear the oh <laughs> like is there because I'm gonna tell you right now, I was in a funk the other day, and and, and this is where I love this ep- these kind of stuff like this, is because hearing stuff that you go through or or what you're willing to share keeps me grounded, ten toes down, to know it's not only me. You know, they know that someone's going through more and have a bigger smile. That someone plugged into something else that, that you a phone call away. You know, and maybe maybe someone can't call you, but if they're watching this clip, something you can let them know, you know what I'm saying, to know that giving up is the only way you lose. Mm. You know what I mean? 
Like, what is it for Beth? Like, when you go through it, you do this. Is there a system? Is something you plug into? Prayer. Mm. I, I've been heavy for the last few years. I've been heavy. And <laughs> like I said, not to push my beliefs on anybody, but that discernment, that doesn't come from anywhere. You know, it comes from believing in whatever you believe in. It could be whatever. Um, but it, it comes from somewhere else. And you have to believe. I feel like you have to believe in something. Bigger somewhere. than you. Got to be bigger than, than you. you have, I don't know. It could be anything. But right. even if you just have faith, like even in the universe, right? Because you're like, I'm I'm better than this. I'm bigger than this. And no matter what comes my way, I think I just have. What I will say is I have um, just things that I stick by. Right. Okay. So one of them is that I'm always going to put my myself in a position to win. Mm. Two, I'm always, always going to have good integrity. No matter mm. what it is that I do, I'm not going to have no bad blood. I don't you know, I always do things with a good heart, whether it's understood or not understood. Mm. And I'm always going to like just pray this just kind of just wish well on myself mm -hmm. always and when I wake up and so even when I'm discouraged I'm gonna feel it but I feel like when I was younger and in that like New York City environment I was always so reactful like I was like this happened to me and I'm just gonna react and like mm -hmm. blurt out whether it was negative or whatever it was but now I feel like something happens to me I'm gonna like take the time take to respond time mm -hmm. to respond and think about it and although, yes, you know, I'm not perfect all the time, but it's not, I feel like my reactions are not off of the immediate, you know? Mm. It's always, like, thought out and stuff like that. So, uh, honestly, I just don't know. I, I can't really put a touch on it, but just always putting yourself in a position to win and just trying to be positive because it's your life. Like, you only get one, one of these. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I just feel blessed. Like, no matter what, I know I'm blessed. Right. I, I, I really do. So, um, and, and when something is for you, it's going to be given to you in abundance, no matter mm. what it is. And I feel like even if you're not good enough, God is going to make you good enough. Like, you know, I feel like in so many things, when it when it's meant for me, I have to catch up with it. Mm. I might not be ready for a podcast, but I'm doing a podcast. I might not be ready for my next time, but I'm... I'm coaching them, right. and they're having success. Right. Because if you don't do that, who else is? You just gotta just you gotta, do it. Life lives in the unknown. It, it it really does, and there's someone else. You're always good enough for for someone else. Like you can literally help someone with your story, and you and you don't even know. And I feel like I learned that throughout the process. I think that is the perfect way to let you know. If your story didn't, if you listening to this and didn't get moved in some way, somehow, watch it again because this story is going to touch thousands around the world. Where can these people find you? Uh, where can they find the course? Um, all right, so you guys can find me um, on Instagram at Beth Essentials Trucking. Right now, I'm currently doing a free weekly call where we're talking all things trucking with Beth. We're talking about how you can own a truck yourself we're talking about how you can actually own a trucking company without owning any trucks and we're actually also talking about dispatching so if you guys are interested you can definitely tune in and that's another episode in the living room podcast jesus i thank god for the people i know and thank you so much for tuning in like share subscribe y'all know the things to do love y'all you're amazing let's get it come on, give me some love. Give me some love. Give me some love. Oh!